coming up next on Chamber Amplified. Now we have to go out and meet them at where they're at and say, listen, if you come to Owens, there's a world of opportunity that is going to not only get you to where you need, but it's going to save you tons of money. And you can make a lot of money outside just with a two-year degree. Welcome to the show. I'm Doug Jenkins from the Findlay Hancock County Chamber of Commerce. On each episode of Chamber Amplified, we're examining issues impacting the local business community, whether it's employee recruitment and retention, marketing, IT issues, can really be anything that's impacting your business. Our goal is to give our members tips each week on at least one way they can improve operations and thrive in the current business environment. So if you missed the news this week, Site Selection Magazine ranked Hancock County as the top county in the nation when it comes to economic development projects per capita. It's great news for the area, without that goes without saying, but it comes with a pretty big responsibility. You have to make sure that you have a workforce that can facilitate that continued growth. Today on the podcast, I'm joined by the Dean of Owens Community College's Finlay campus, Brad Wood, who talks about how the college has evolved into a big part of the local economy and how being versatile has been a big key in that transition. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can rate and review the show. It really does help spread the word. Now, let's get into it. Owens has been a chamber member for more than 40 years, has been very invested in the community for quite some time, uh, and is a big driver of the job and workforce in Finlay and Hancock County. So I think let's start there. When it comes to helping develop the workforce, in Finley and Hancock County, what is Owens' role? Well, we see Owens as the education part of getting people into the workforce. So we're, we are here to teach them, obviously, the soft skills, but we're also here to help as far as, as you may have already know, being part of the chamber, we have a huge manufacturing and advanced manufacturing manufacturing aspect to this community. And so within Owens, we have in a two mile radius, we actually have 21 factories or, or manufacturing mm-hmm. positions or factories uh, right there with us. And so we have been working with each one of those or trying to work with each one of those uh, manufacturers to see what we can do here at Owens to help supply some of the workforce to actually be part of uh, their their workforce, meaning welding fabrication, um, engineering, um, talking about computer science and coding. Um, There's many aspects to what goes into building something. So you have um, manufacturers who need somebody who can look at something and say, hey, we we need to fabricate something here that is needed but we don't know how to do that. And so we need someone to estimate it. That's where we come in and we do some on-site training. We do some um, bring people in their employers and we train them here on um, our campus with the tools that they need to succeed and go through there. I think that's one of the things I like most about it is it's you're very versatile. And I think that it's not so much, you know, once upon a time, I think education was, we will teach you this and that's what you will need in the world. And we're not going to change from that rigid standpoint to now it's going, like you said, going out talking to area employers, finding out what their needs are, making sure that you have the programming that, uh, that fits that. I, I have to imagine that a change like that. And of course it's changed over many years, but that's not something that comes easy. And, uh, it probably takes a lot of work on your end. 
<laughs> it does actually, because the world of education has actually changed, especially in the community college aspect of it. So when we used to have students come from high school, they would come to Owens and they would do their two-year program um, and then either go out into the workforce or they would transfer and go into a four-year program. So um, a lot of times that's what we had. Now we have College Credit Plus. So now we have students that are actually graduating with their associate's degree before they actually graduate high school. Mm -hmm. So so now we're in in that realm. So we don't. So now we're looking at ways that how how can we make life a little bit easier for everybody and in, in, in that transition. So as as education changes, also the way that we do things change. So we also have a not only do we have a credit side on our side of the campus, but we also have a non credit side, which is actually called workforce and community um, service. So with that workforce and service part of it, now we're able to go out and, and we act as if we are a consultant for manufacturers and for any other businesses. So if you have a business that you're like, hey, we're looking for some marketing skills, we're looking for um, some advanced manufacturing to up upscale our employees with some certificates, we can all we can now do that and offer that out to the community and to all the businesses that are out there um like food safety handling for somebody in a food truck you know they want to increase their skills and make themselves more marketable now we can offer that they can come here get that certificate that they can hang and people that buy and say oh well they have you know certificates so there's multiple certificates that we do we have one called a power skills which teaches professionalism and and all of you know the proper ways to answer emails and all that fun stuff um and then we also have tons in the uh, welding department. We have a lot in the skilled trades and the manufacturing aspect, and that's just the non-credit side. And then you get into the credit side, and then you have degree programs. So now we have multiple degree programs, and we're trying to figure out what area students want to come to Owens for. So mm -hmm. we can throw out a bunch of programs, right? And in, in you know the old field of dreams, you know, build it and they shall come, right? <laughs> It's not that way anymore. So the way that uh, we re we recruit students is no longer the way that we used to in the past. So we used to we we were well known students. We put on some advertisement on TV, radio. Students would see that they'd just come to us. Now there's so many choices. Now it's overwhelming a lot of times for students that they don't really know which way to go. Right. So now we have to go out and meet them at where they're at and say, listen, if you come to Owens, there's a world of opportunity that is going to not only get you to where you need, but it's going to save you tons of money. And you can make a lot of money outside just with a two-year degree. Let's drill down on that for a second, because I, I have a 20-year-old son and I've seen the paralysis <laughs> by analysis uh, sometimes <laughs> where there's just so many things. And I think a lot of kids, especially at that age, and yeah, I guess I'm calling 20-year-olds kids, but whatever, uh, <laughs> it, it feels like they if they don't know exactly what their career path is, it can be very hard to get started. How much of a challenge of that is that in education right now? Oh, it's a huge challenge so um you know and and to be honest with you when i went to school i the same thing i think i changed i went on a full ride basketball scholarship 
and didn't really know what I wanted to do. I just know I wanted to go play basketball. I was going to be a business major. I was going to be a phys ed teacher. I was going to be a coach. I was going to be a, about five different things and ended up in physical therapy. But um, and now I'm in education, which <laughs> my, my, how that worked out, I don't know yet. But anyway, the, the challenge that we have with students that come in, they don't know what to do. And, and probably like a, a good example is if you if you say, oh, I want to go into the medical field. You know, they're like, okay, well, do you know what those options are? And they're like, yeah, doctor, nurse, right? Those are probably the two, but there's physical therapy, occupational therapy, Mm -hmm. serial processing, surgical tech, you name them all off. And they're like, oh, wow, I didn't know this. And so their eyes open up and they're like, wow, this is good. So we, we do um, work with uh, Raise the Bar and Tricia to find out she, there's, there's some testing that she can do. Uh, for career coaching and so on and so forth to help these people or students figure out what path they actually want to take. So one example that I, that I give to a lot of students prior to being the Dean here on the Finley campus, I ran the physical therapist assistant program on the Perrysburg campus for seven years. One, one thing that we have here that students, people in the community don't really realize we have a PTA program here on our campus just started up. If you come here for your PTA degree, you spend thirteen, fifteen thousand dollars for your whole degree, books, everything included. Mm-hmm. So then you graduate, you sit out a year, we have articulation agreements with other colleges. They take online courses, get their bachelor degree. And now after they sit out one year, now they can apply to the University of Finley for their non-traditional doctor of physical therapy program. The best sell for that is I've had seven students do this and, and five students had their tuition fully paid by the company they were working for as a PTA to go there. So now they've just got their DPT for the cost of $15,000 instead of the $250,000 that it would cost if you went to the traditional route. Not only that, but you're two years here, sit out one year, and you're there for two and a half years. That's six and a half years. Same same amount of time for the DPT program if you go through it in, on the traditional way. So that's, that's amazing that's amount impressive. of money to save. Yeah. And the other one, the other the other students, they only, they had half of their tuition paid. But still, that's still saving quite a bit of money. You know what I mean? It's good so, cost savings. It, exactly. Do the exactly. analysis there. Uh, yes. Let's stick with that too. Uh, you mentioned the partnership with the University of Findlay. Uh, I, I think that you know sometimes people don't realize just how partnered our educational organizations are around here. Certainly, Owens and UF have had partnerships throughout the. I know when I was a college student, I had plenty of uh, friends who took some classes at Owens that transferred over to uh, to uh, to the University of Findlay towards their four year degree there. But it goes beyond that now, where you have the and uh, we talked to Tim Miley on the podcast several weeks back uh, with the Center for Advanced Manufacturing where there's the partnership with Owens, the University of Finland, and Bowling Green. Uh, and everybody is able to just feed in to keep, in, to keep feeding the beast that is this, this economic driver that we have here in Finlay and Hancock County. When you talk to people, I have to imagine one of the biggest skills they want is just people, period, uh, because we don't, we're don't. we almost at the point where we don't have enough with uh, as much economic development as we see. Uh, I imagine they're just asking, can you just get more people to us? Yes, that's pretty much what it is. We sat with uh, Bob Latta here at Owens, and I'm going to 
round out the numbers. But basically, there's 50,000 jobs in Northwest Ohio for advanced manufacturing. Mm -hmm. 30,000 of those jobs are filled, which leaves 20,000. However, there's only 10,000 unemployed people. So even if you run the numbers, we're still 10,000 people shy in Northwest Ohio of fulfilling every single manufacturing job. So to get to get back into how do you get the people to come here to live is probably more of what I would think is the issue. I, I sit on the Economic Development Committee for uh, Human and Healthcare mm-hmm. um, here, and that's one of the things that we try to figure out. How can we get housing, and how can we get people? What what would be a draw for Finley? Ohio to bring people in. 25,000 people drive in and drive out every day into Finley for the jobs. And that's when you think about that, that's that's a considerable amount of people coming in and out of Finley. Um, but when we talk about that, you're right. The, the one thing they're talking about is just get us people, please. And and now they're wanting quality people. So we're trying to work to do that. What we're trying to do is we're trying to build relationships with um, companies around Finley, Ohio to do internships. So we have one program um, that is specifically for advanced manufacturing. So we we want those students to be able to have a job or continue to have a job at this place. So they come here, they learn um, hydraulics and pneumatics and robotics and all of that fun stuff to take back to their job. And then as they complete each semester, they also get a little job increase in pay, right? On how much is up to each company. Um, but nonetheless, those students come here on an apprenticeship. We have some that we're trying to do where we get them and a pre-apprentice in, in high school, actually. Um, and we try to get them to do a little work with the companies as well, too. So we're trying to feed into all of that. We have another program for the business side or more for legal side, I guess, um, where we're starting, we've we partnered with uh, University of Toledo. They come here for two years, they go to University of Toledo for two years, and now we have um, where they can come out with a paralegal degree. So in that internship, we're trying to get in with like other, other companies like Marathon and Whirlpool and Ball and um, those companies where they need those legal assistants to come in. Um, because what we have heard from <laughs> from other attorneys, not in the Northwest Ohio area, not necessarily from Finley, mm-hmm. is it's easy. You know, you can go to a lawyer and you can pay me two hundred and fifty or three hundred dollars an hour, or you can work with my uh, paralegal, who is you know you're only going to get charged one hundred twenty five. So you get more, you get a little more work for the money, or you can get uh, the same amount of work at a lesser rate um, for like an LLC or some other things like that. So. We're trying to, it's it's really evolving. Education is evolving and into the workforce a little bit more than what it used to be. We used to, we used to just, you know, educate the students and go have fun, good luck, and find a job, right? Right. And now it's and now it's like, what what do you need? What can we give you? And now we're all trying to partnership up together and say, we need this, we need that, you need this, you need that. How can we get all of this to come together into one happy family kind of thing? And that's, I think that's where we're starting the last five, six months. I think I'm seeing a lot of progress working with Tim Miley at the, at the center. 
um, you know, that we have at Owen, we have the, the advanced manufacturing kind of training. Mm-hmm. Um, UF has um, the environmental aspect of it. They're, they're amazing. They have an amazing environmental program. BGSU is more in the consulting phase for business aspects of it and engineering. And then all three of us together, you know, we can we can form a really high consultative um, process for a lot of these companies that can benefit them around this area. So it's 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 interesting because, you know, you always see everybody. Well, you're in competition with BGS. No, we're actually in a partnership <laughs> with them. You know what I mean? If, you know, Philly's just down the road. Yeah, we're in a partnership with them. So, yeah, it's interesting. Well, and I think it just works better for everybody. It works better for the community that way. I think, again, it gives the students lots of options. The challenge then is to help guide the students through the options like we were talking about. Uh, but I have to believe in terms of filling those jobs, those vacancies, and, and and maybe you agree, it's about keeping that local talent local when they're when they're young. Yes. I, certainly a certain percentage of kids are always going to say, hey, as soon as I'm done, I'm leaving. A certain <laughs> percentage of kids are going to say, I'm staying close to home no matter what. But I think there's that percentage in the middle that kind of shrinks and grows depending on what opportunities are available. They're just I'll go where the opportunities are. If they're close to home, I'll go there. If they're far away, then I'll have to go there. But they're really just looking for that best opportunity. And that's where you guys really come in and help in keeping them local. Right, exactly. And that's that's why we try to get the partnerships, especially at a community college. It's not so much, you know, the four-year college, you're getting a lot of people coming in from a different area mm-hmm. and different, you know, geographical area. We are usually... All that's why they call us a community college because you can commute to it. So, you know, we can't we and we're in the community. And so those people that are already in the community that already live here or close to here are also looking for that opportunity to be a part of this area. Um, they may be a lot of times with our students, we get a, we we do have high schoolers coming in. Uh, or, and we do have them coming in after high school. We also have a group that have been out in life and done life. And we've had um, an engineer, electrical engineer, come in and say, I'm done with electrical engineering. I want to do nursing. And they've done nursing. Um, and we so they've already done a career and now they're coming in for another career. We also have a lot of people say, Listen, I've been I've been in this factory for a long time. This manufacturing aspect of it just isn't working for me. I want to I want to up my skills so I can move up into becoming a leader. Maybe I can become a leader in the warehouse or something to that extent. And so we get a lot of them coming in looking for that as well, too. So um, I'd say with our high school students, we get a lot more of not knowing what they want to do. Um, and with the more of the adult side, they've been through life. They've already worked what mm-hmm. they want to work. And now they're like, this is what I want to do. And so they're a little more direct. They're, they're easier to guide through what they, what we want. The high school students who just graduated or the world is their oyster, right? Is what we say. But at the same time, you have 10,000 choices to make on what career you want to do. And, you know, you want to do it and, and have fun doing it the whole time you're there. Do you do you offer career counseling to people who are in that non-traditional student demographic? I, I just think back to a few years ago when I was looking to make a change. That was difficult because I'd done one thing my entire adult life. It was a really 
specific skill set that I wasn't sure what it translated to. Uh, and it was a hard transition to make at first. Now, fortunately, this job at the chamber came open and it's been a, been a great fit. But I, I've talked to other people and other adults who maybe are interested in that uh, change, but they don't really even know what they want their next step to be. Is Owens a resource for them? Yeah, so we we have our student services uh, just down the hallway here, and it has an admission person, and we also have the the um, advisor as well. Hmm. So so they would go through the admission process, and with that, they're going to ask certain questions. What are you looking for? You know, are you do you can you narrow it down? If you can't, then what they do is they send. So we have one specific advisor for like our medical side. And then we have one for more of business and advanced manufacturing or skilled trade side too. So depending on what they're looking for, it depends on what kind of advisor they go see. Once they're with the advisor now, and then again, now we have to look at what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. You know, what, what, what skills do you have? Um, and if you're talking in medical field, you know, what do you, do you want to work with people? Do you want to touch their feet? Do you want to touch their bodies? Because you're going to have to, right? I do and not you, want to touch their feet. I'll right. be quite honest with you. I don't. Well, yeah, I did have a student quit because they they realized in lab they were going to touch somebody's feet and they couldn't do it, so they quit that program. But and then, but what they realized was there. We also have what we call um, the health information technology program, which is the people who do the coding behind and mm-hmm. do the billing and all of that, and they actually are the ones when you see that, you know, most car wrecks happen within a mile of your home, that those, those statistics are what they do behind the scenes at all the hospitals, doctor's offices and all of that. Um, and that's par- actually considered a medical field um, job as well. So if you don't want to have people interaction, you can still go into medical field. You can just do it through the computer aspect of it. So, and learn, you know, they start to learn anatomy and physiology. They start to learn all the stuff that we do, but um that's an option as well too but that's on the medical side but if you're in advanced manufacturing and you're like yeah i just you know i was just putting screws on something but i want to do something more skilled right Mm -hmm. so now we're like okay well are you interested in electrical engineering kind of stuff right well not really i used to help my uncle do some air conditioning oh so we can talk hvac so now we have hvac right so they're like oh yeah this is perfect so now now we're guiding them I mean, that's what the advisor helps them do. They help drill down into what they really want. They, a lot of times people know what they want. They just don't know how to, how to express it. And with the right questions, which our advisors are highly skilled. Uh, Janet's been here over 20 years. She, she can, Mm -hmm. she can get people to talk to, to her like nobody else. So, um, but yeah, that's what, that's what we're finding. Very good. Well, Brad, we could talk about this all day, although that would be a lengthy podcast for people to listen to. So we'll leave it here. Exactly. If people want to learn more about Owens, what's the best way to do that? Uh, if they want to learn about Owens, they can go to our website at um, owens.edu, or they're more than happy to contact me out here, uh, and I'll guide them wherever they need to be. And Thanks again to Brad for joining us. I think one of the big takeaways for me was learning about how they're working with students to help them find the right options that are available to them. That in turn leads to a stronger local workforce, and it's very important. There's never been a time where people have had more options available to them, so helping them through that process, well, that's a big part of helping develop the next generation of the local workforce. 
That's going to do it for this week's episode. I hope you learned a little something to help you run your business a little bit better. If you have any ideas for topics that we should cover, just send me an email, djenkins at findlayhancockchamber.com. Remember, if you're listening on a website, you can have every episode of Chamber Amplified delivered straight to your phone. Just search for us in your favorite podcast player. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time on Chamber Amplified from the Findlay-Hancock County Chamber of Commerce. Thank you.